Chillax, a Singapore podcast, will listen to this album, read interesting news, and give his thoughts about it. So today, uh, there isn't much interesting news that happened recently. I suppose the most interesting news is uh, the NDP happening. I didn't even know that it, ha- it, it, it happened yesterday. Until I saw like on Reddit that people were talking about how the NDP this year was much better, even though it was smaller. And... I I'm I I was never interested in NDP and like I mean it's it's kind of boring. But they talk about the anime. There was this anime that was very interesting. So maybe I'll just catch it. I don't even know what was this year's song. I I think at one point I just stopped caring and I stopped listening to the songs and and unless the song goes viral, then you wouldn't hear it. I think there was one time where they copied the what Lady Gaga song or something, and that was like it was just all over the place. Like it's like everybody was talking about it and it was quite funny but anyway today we will just talk about something that is just more personal talk about my NS story because I mean it's related to national day right I suppose like this is serving your country protecting your nation not exactly sure whether are we protecting our nation but maybe having an army force just serving it is protecting in some ways or another even though you're not fighting people yeah so I think my NS story is uh slightly different from your generic ones Generally, I think a lot of males are pretty healthy. They will be past A or past B. But I'm not in past A and past B. I am not very healthy. So the story is that I'm a past C. I, I got a past C. So if you didn't know that it's like different pairs, like so it's like I think I would, I, would, I would describe it as different health status. I think past A is like you are fit, you have no problems at all, no physical, no mental problems. And past B is like, uh, I suppose. I'm not very sure what puts you in past B, but you're still healthy. You're still considered healthy. With some issues here and there, but nothing severe or, or dangerous to you. And then you have past C and below, which is past C. I'm not quite sure whether there's past D. There's no past D, so there's past C and past E. So these two are where you have some injuries. You might have cancer previously and you recovered from it, or you have some benign cancer, I think. And... You might have lower back issues. I think typically back issues results in you having passy immediately. Or you might have psychological issues. Or I think if I'm not wrong, if you pronounce your, if you like announce that you are gay, you, I think you go to passy if I'm not wrong. Yeah. I think I've spoke to some of, uh, some of these people before. And like there are, there are, there are people that I close with in, in army. So uh, and I didn't know about that until you said, oh, they announced it. That's why they are in Pass E. So that was very interesting to hear. I think in Pass C and Pass E, you see a lot of different, a variety of people. Um, I, I, was, I, was, I, I suppose that in Pass A and Pass B in Tekong, they kind of group you together with similar people, right? Like if you are going to university or you are from JC or Poly, they'll put you together. But in Pass C, there's no such division. Um, they just lump everybody together. So you see people that are like very rich, but has some uh crazy problems. Some people who are very rich, but like very smart. There are some people who are just very poor and like, you know, have some psychological issues, all kinds of people. It makes NS life very interesting. And today I'll just share with you how is it like being a passy, starting from the beginning all the way to the the end and some of my opinions on what Pessy means to me and what NS means to me. So let's start. I mean for Pessy we didn't know um as compared to the regular BMT. I mean you still serve two years, I suppose. Up uh, two 
two years around that, that, that duration. But I mean, usually you would have to go to Tekong, right? Then Pessy also go to Tekong for my time. I'm not quite sure whether the current batch could still go to Tekong. But you go there, uh, you get something that is much more relaxed. So it feels a lot like a chalet, but it's not really chalet comforts, lah, I suppose. It's more of like a field camp. Like that. It's like a camping trip, but you have like living lodge where you can you have a decent bed and you have to go exercise, but they don't kill you with all these crazy exercises. You're not training to be like a functional like soldier that you can fight because a lot of things are very toned down because Mm, a lot of they have to take into account different people who have different problems right there are some people that have psychological problems you can't score them there are some people that has uh, physical problems so they always have to ask like oh those who cannot do this leg exercise you, you can sit out but whereas in a past a situation i mean you're healthy but they don't have to ask that hence the things that we do is very much catered to different people and just there's a lot more choices and autonomy involved where you can say I don't want to do it because I have this and this problem. And they usually they are okay with it and they don't go crazy on you. And I mean, sometimes they are very strict, but overall, it is still fine. I think one well, of the major difference is also the uh, field camp. Field camp itself is, uh, from what I understand, the general, usually like pass A, pass B, your field camp is like four to five days. Then uh, our field camp is only one night. So we go there, we we do some like a uh, few exercises, and it's not like exercise exercise that kind. It's just you try to like do like hiding, like try to attack enemy that kind of things. But you don't do it as rigorous as them, and it's just a run through instead of an actual practice. And then it's more of like touch and go. And at night you will read the letter, you will do the what what again? You would like everybody will dig shell scrape together. No, I don't think we did shell scrape because people got back problems, so we couldn't dig shell scrape. So we just did some few exercises and we cooked the Maggie meat at night and we set up our tent and we just sleep in it. And next day we just wake up and that's all. Actually, there isn't much as compared to a pass A and pass B where there's a lot more like, uh, like, like it's, it's much more of an event for them where there's the sergeant would make it such that they are working so much and so tired and they are living on this mud, on this field where it's so dirty that eventually you reach a high point like near the end where you kind of break down, then they scold you, then they give you the letter. That's like what you see in the Our Boys to Men, right? But in Pessy, this doesn't happen. They can't make us do rigorous exercise to the point where we want to die. Hence, I think we had we had letter if I'm not wrong, but I mean, it didn't serve any kind of like emotional or trigger or whatever it is it's just a letter law i mean you still get to call your parents every day all right but in the past a past b situation um you don't get to call anybody on within that five days you are out on on the field and that makes it slightly different and i suppose you miss that part in the sense where it means that traditional experience and to me if you ask me whether i care not really though because it's not like when you meet your friends in uni or you meet other guy friends that you've never seen before. Like you, you don't talk about this. You don't talk about how this is life-changing. It's just something that is emotional, that's all. And it's not something that people will share and you don't feel very left out at all because people don't share that. Generally, how like what people talk about is uh, very, 
where you are posted to afterwards. What do you do for the remaining of your NS? So that's where the topic comes in and being in PASI doesn't really uh, ostracizes you from that because you are still doing something. You are still doing something. And even though you are not going to few, but I mean, not everybody who is in PASI will go to few as well. So you might be working in a HQ, you might be working in an office. So the experience is very varied. Yeah. So I think after Tekong, your, so your exercise, I think everything there was pretty much like a touch and go situation. You do this exercise, you wake up, you go eat, sleep, then rinse and repeat. You, you don't do any kind of guard duty and it's just very routine and there's nothing much here. You get scolded, but the kind of scolding that is compared to like, so I've been in uh, a CCA that is like volleyball and those are very pretty in intensive in secondary school and they scold a lot and this kind of scolding as like competitive sport scolding compared to the Tekong one was completely different man. Tekong is just like, I suppose a piece of cake in that sense. But I think in the past A, past B situation, it's much more different and it's much more crazier. So that's how it is. In Tekong, that's very, it's very normal and it's nothing interesting in for a past C. And eventually, I think if you thought about interesting, you would say like, Mm, just people around you I mean there will be some fights like people that if you mix so many different people together right from different backgrounds confirm got fight one then it's like there are situations where oh you don't like this then you steal their stuff then when you do the when you have to like pack stuff your stuff not there then you will get punished right so this kind of uh, minor fights happen now and then which is very interesting but overall Everything is pretty tamed and eventually after you finish your Tekong, which is about a month I suppose, then you go to Sabang camp. And I don't think now you get posted to Sabang camp anymore. But in my time we used to get posted to Sabang camp and Sabang camp was was such a big difference, you know. Because Tekong, right, you are still in a nature environment. And it's pretty nice. You see nature and you see the water, the seawater around you because you're on an island. And you see very interesting things every day is yeah exposed to nature but Samoan camp is a completely different breed you know it's like a prison compound okay to say it's prison is a bit dramatic but it just feels like a very old compound where you, you are locked in that feels like a prison because there's no there's no nature there and you have to live there also and every day you wake up it's just you see four walls it's just concrete concrete jungle because the green the greenery is not that much it's just oh yeah it's like you're living in a school and you only you can only see inside and we see outside right so one camp is in the industrial area and when you see outside it's also concrete jungle and it kind of felt very depressing when you were if you were to be staying there and you know and from what i understand it's about another month if i didn't remember wrongly it's at some one camp is another month and the only thing that was i would say interesting and makes life slightly better is when you wake up in the morning you are wake, you are woken up by the smell of sunshine bread or gardenia bread because i think sunshine bread or gardenia bread yeah factory is beside us and it's damn funny it's like the moment you wake up it's like wow i can smell bread and that that is the first time i experienced this before it's like the smell of bread early early in the morning interesting and very like refreshing i suppose but you don't smell any kind of like, you know, when you when you go running in the morning, you can smell like, you know, the morning dew or whatever that is very fresh, cold, cold air and all these things. But there is just hot, no greenery. But at least you get to smell 
fresh bread and that that makes things slightly better but otherwise the place is i think it was even more worse in the sense where because it's so hot and you're not there's no greenery around and everything you do there right is you don't even you don't exercise that much you just do a lot of marching and then you do some uh, basic like admin training which doesn't even make sense when you go to the hq the kind of admin work you do is completely different so it's just normal training i suppose just do computer work and and just rinse and repeat but the food was terrible as compared to the the gong food it is notorious sembong food is, is terrible sembong camps food is terrible even their canteen mess is also terrible yeah i tried that before and it was terrible they, the only good thing about it is instant noodle but as a trainee you don't get to go to the canteen right you only eat cook house and the cook house was ah cannot yeah, i just hated it but anyway this is how sabang camp was like you just wake up march you train for your parade because as compared to a regular pass a and pass b you don't have pass out parade you have some graduation parade where you just march around and showcase to your family and then afterwards you i suppose you throw your hat or something and then you graduate from there and you get and you get your one week leave i suppose as compared to a pop which is much more fun i think the biggest difference and perhaps i, I wouldn't say regret or something it's just i wish i had was a pop because all of my friends had pop and that kind of like was pretty fun because being able to just march together with your with your company with your friends for 60 kilometers and afterwards you go to the pop and you see everybody so happy together to be able to graduate it was an event for sure and you work hard for it and and you kind of like slog and then you know you graduate and that's a happy moment but in sabang camp passy of course you slog you ch- you march a lot and it's very tiring but it is not what you are expecting you know you all you have heard of before is pop and you don't and when you look at the sabang camp the passy graduation it just pales in comparison they don't hold a big stadium for you and when you do marching in that kind of environment it's just it's just sad man sabang sabang is just a wretched place <laughs> yeah but that's how it is and i mean you can't really change it but it's a give and take situation as much as i didn't get the pop experience what the better experience that i got was where i got posted to afterwards i mean at the end of the day you know uh the the bulk of your experience comes from where you are posted to because in when your training is only two three months only but for the rest of the ns career you will be working at a certain place and i got lucky i got posted to a headquarters uh at country camp and as as you can see right country camp is pretty near to civilization there are a few unlucky people so here and there there are situations where it's like if you're unlucky you get posted to some very secluded ulu camp where there's no bus at all no taxi driver will 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 uh 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 drive you i think it's gerdong if i'm not wrong and you can only stay in and it's kind of very sad it's like you stay in but you're as a clerk then they because you stay in right then your officer will make you force you to do overwork because there's you don't have to do anything all right you don't have to go out you have no social life so they make you work or work ot or but i really got the better end 
where I got to Kranji Camp where we get to go home every day. And sometimes the Encik would kind of like, you know, when people misbehave, he would like threaten people, say, I will make you uh I will make you stay in because they are bunk bits, uh they are bunk like stay in buildings. But actually in fact it's a lie because uh the the building right is like there's not enough building for people already. They need to give to the people who have to stay in. So if you include us, right, it's not enough really. So they kind of just like, you know, they only give it to people who have like family issues. If you really have family issues and you are a clerk, then as a result, you would, you would stay there. Lah. But okay, anyway, I have to say that I've, I'm a clerk. So, I mean, I've been training as a clerk. And that is probably one of the most sienang job, right? The most slack job ever. And being able to work at HQ makes it even better because you have a lot more freedom. You have like, you get a 9 to 5 job. And then you get to go home and I didn't have much, o- I didn't do any OT at all. Perhaps once in a while you have some like Southeast Asia games, Asian games, youth Olympics where you have to stay in, monitor stuff and that was fine. But the rest of the days is just very chill and let me tell you man, life at HQ for full-timers, regulars, for clerks is, wow damn it man, it's like if you look at if you are working now and compare it to that kind of life there, it is night and day. At at um at, at, at the HQ, you know how, how it's like morning, go to work, enter work office, then go and get breakfast, waste one hour or maybe thirty minutes, I mean thirty to minutes one hour. Sitting there eating breakfast, finish work ten o'clock, finish your breakfast ten o'clock, about ten o'clock there. Then you go back to work until what, twelve? 12 then go have lunch lunch then lunch one hour go back slack until two o'clock two o'clock work until what three four o'clock then what's the most ridiculous is there's tea break what the fuck there's tea break man tea break what this means is it's just another break you go to canteen again get bread get food sit there talk to your friends one hour gone five o'clock done five o'clock finish go back office or 4 o'clock finish go back office sit there maybe just do a few work here and there 6 o'clock and work go home so imagine how many breaks 3 breaks man 3 breaks morning afternoon dinner no morning afternoon tea break and you're wasting so much time really you know and I think as a as a clerk you get to do these kind of things I mean maybe the regulars they can still do it they have the option to do it but they have work right so sometimes they can't do it but usually you would they will take a tea break and that's how it is but as a, as a clerk wow, it was crazy you are spending so much time just doing nothing and just eating and for crunchy camp it's even it's even crazier because crunchy camp is poor from what i heard it's one of the best canteen ever and they sell western food and they are and from what I understand is that the reason why the canteen is so good is because it's a HQ. HQ have all the big bosses. That's why they need to make the canteen food good as compared to a Sabuang camp where the canteen food is dog shit. They only sell instant noodle that is nice. But aside from that, there's nothing else. So Kanji camp, oh, I can get fat very easily. And a lot of my friends all put on weight. I didn't put on weight because I'm not really a fan of fried food. And the Western food takes very long. When you order it, you have to queue and wait. For very 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 long but from what i understand it's very nice and i ate it once in a while and it was 
pretty good as well. It's a luxury for sure. It's a luxury. And everything is nice there and it's it's pretty good. And the life there is pretty nice depending on where you get posted to. You can work at HQ but there are different roles. There are roles where it's operational and that's the worst. Where they have to do a lot of OT. Their life is definitely miserable. They complain all the time. And then there's the, then there's the opposite where you're working as a PA. And then you're working at some roles that it's like media kind of stuff where you just take pictures. Take pictures is the best, man. Just take pictures only. Then it's like easy life. And that's how it is. It's like you have two spectrums. And of course, if you're a lucky one, you get to do this kind of take picture stuff. And all you do really is go to work, take picture, do some editing, go home. And that's good life. And I suppose this is probably one of the best opportunities where you can actually do a part-time degree and that's what i've seen for some people they did a part-time degree because if you are in that kind of situation take part-time degree then by the time you finish ns you graduated already then it's dang you save so much time man because the issue with singaporean guys is that you waste a lot of time right if you go poly you waste one year then you go ns you waste two years then if you are able to take a part-time degree in NS, you kind of graduate at the same time as your Western peers where, you know, where they don't have to do NS and you graduate very early and can work. Can work more, I suppose. But then the question here is, do you, are you earning as much as them? Because this kind of part-time degree that finishes in two years is like a private degree where it's not as recognized and the academics is not as rigorous. So I suppose if you have the network, and you can just take this kind of degree just to get a paper and it makes perfect sense but if you have no network you, if you do a paper i mean the grind is still there you're still starting from bottom you're not paid as much as somebody that is taking a three years full-time course and there's a clear difference there but overall there's a lot of free time and it was very nice and most importantly it's the people because like what i mentioned there's not much segregation on pass, uh, pass C compared to pass A and pass B because they lump everybody together. When you have, not everybody has a problem. So you have, every, you have people who have different problems and from different lives and people who might have problem, who doesn't have problem, who used to have problems but no longer have problems. Like, you know, people who have like cancer removed but they can't, can't pass A and pass B due to certain issues and you get to see a lot of different kind of people and you learn a lot from them and when they talk about how the benefits of NS this is one part that is pretty true where you get to meet different people from different walks of life and I really learned a lot in the sense where like the very smart people I talk to like the NUS law people those who are going to Oxford those who are going to uh, London School of Economics all these people is like it influences you it makes you want to work harder and if you are very smart, you have potential to begin with and you are somebody who wants to work hard and you have come from a, I mean, you have, if you have come from poly, you, you know, you are generally a hardworking person, but you just need a more push going to this kind of environment. Provided some help because you can't see people how, how far you are, how much gap you have and you want to work harder and just be as smart as them. And they are not, some of them are pretty snobbish, but some of them are not. And hence, I managed to make some friends with the not-so-snobbish people. And I really enjoy those company. And you kind of see, you kind of learn about life more. Because it's not just like 
getting good influence. You also learn how, um, how does your past and your family influence where you are, how it leads you to your current point. And you kind of see that, you know, family environment, school environment is very important. When I, when I spoke to my, uh, all those very smart people, all my smart friends, they all come from a life of privilege. They all come from a, very good schools where you have a lot more pressure, a lot more smarter people where you are pressured to work harder. And of course, you have parents that maybe genetics, they are naturally smarter. And of course, you have a lot of luxuries in life that you don't have to worry so much. And the parents also have good work, et- good work, work ethic and they are smart and they are high flyers. So they can influence, your, influence a child in certain ways and that results in them being in this position where they are going to top universities, uh, the Trinity in UK, the Trinity of the University Oxford, Harvard or whatever it is, I don't know. I forgot. There's a Trinity. I forgot what what was it really? Yeah, it's. But anyway, you kind of see how family affects your environment. Most importantly, affects where you are, and you kind of compare it to myself, where I come from a neighborhood school. Parents are not uh damn poor. We live on the kind of subsidies and then you see where people's life are that i think i'm pretty smart to some extent and 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 because of the lack of environment here i am i mean of course if you are pretty smart if you think if you are smart to some extent if you understand uh complex things very easily but your environment is not so good it kind of like it halves the situation so you kind of like scrape by and you get to not so good universities but it's not the worst and it's just here and there you are just average but if you have a good environment you are smart then you go to very good universities that's how it is and if you are not smart and you are not in a good environment then you go to bad universities and let me if you look at it strictly as educations career it is how it is and it was interesting to see this kind of dichotomy being presented right in front of you and that it, it put things in perspective and you learn a lot and that was really i suppose i wouldn't say life-changing but it just gives you a new insight on how you look at things where you can't control it right but all you can do is try and surround you with surround yourself with just pretty smart people and that's something that you learn and that's how it is you meet these kind of people and of course you have your fair share of smart people you also have a fair share of like not so smart people lazy people and people who have psychological issues who have some problems in life and you know sometimes i just look at my friend like where do they go in life you know if you look at the smart people okay you know they're gonna work they're gonna be high flyers then you see your the other spectrum where you see people who have mental issues or people who are just very lazy I'm not quite sure what kind of problems they have. I'm like, because you don't share, it's not compulsory to share it at all. You don't have to share it actually. Like, it's like you see people that are just lazy and has, who are like just, you know, like your typical otaku, that kind. And they have nothing, they have no goals in life and everything. And they have some uh, social issues, social maladaptation, like antisocial behaviors. And you kind of ask yourself like, after NS is over, they are not going to university. So where do they go in life, you know? You kind of question that. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's food for thought and it's pretty interesting to think about it. 
here and there. Yeah. And I think that's that. I was in the HQ. I worked as a clerk. It was enjoyable. I meet friends and some of them are still and I'm in contact with them. And it's pretty nice to get some fresh pers perspective now and then. Because in uni, it's pretty much the same people, right? And I think one of the most important things I also want to talk about is does NS make you more mature? And which is something that has been pounded into me before I entered NS. And they say, oh, NS will make you more mature, which is absolutely wrong. To me, I don't think it's correct. Maybe from a passive perspective, it is not. If you are an asshole going to NS, you will come out an asshole. It doesn't matter at all. Unless some miracle happened where some crazy event happened, some massive influence from your friends that happened. Otherwise, it is how it is. People have a sense to maintain the status quo. And if you are an asshole, you, you won't become more mature and become less of an asshole. If you are immature, you will still be immature. People want to, if those people who want to slack, they will always want to find a way to slack. There's, there's no way to turn around this. But I would say it's a more of an amplifier in that sense. If you are pretty good to begin with, it amplifies you, it makes you better. It makes you smarter, it makes you more mature to begin. If you are mature to begin with, you are more sensible. But if you are not sensible, then it doesn't really help much, I, I, I suppose. And that's that. And of course, uh, that's my entire NS life. I mean, I hope this is interesting because PES-C is something that you don't see every day, right? Every day, every time you see it's PES-A, PES-B, but PES-C is something much more unique and I suppose the life is much more better than PES-A and PES-B, which is something that I'm grateful for, even though I'm not earning as much as PES-A and PES-B. I saved a lot of money when I was in army, but, but for the kind of relaxed life, I guess it is fine. Maybe one big regret is that I didn't make use of it well enough. I wasn't sensible and mature enough and have a direction in mind to, to know what I want to do because there was a lot of free time and spare time that I could have. Maybe, perhaps, I start on a YouTube channel. I mean, if you start on 2014, you are at, at the growth stage where there's not, much, there's not as much competition as you join now. Or perhaps you can start your own business or you can learn a new skill and that will have changed my life even more. But I mean, that's a regret, but it's over, so you can't really do much. And that's the story. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, if you have anything you want to share, like interesting stories or topics you want to talk about, uh, just feel free to email me. And I will try my best to reply you and answer you. And if it's not a ridiculous kind of request or topic, I will definitely cover it. Yeah, and see you next time.